Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 2 Continued Sessions from 1960, July through August Monday, July 25th, 1960 Greetings! I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. It is my pleasure to again speak with you, my beloved friends. I have not spoken with you so often in recent months, because I do not find it necessary. You have reached a point in your progress where each of you know quite well what lies ahead and what is required of you in your development and preparation for the future. Also, each of you, or perhaps I should say, most of you here, are aware of your individual wisdoms and are receiving help from them of which you are aware. Try to allow them to help you in every way possible by being aware. For awareness, my friends, is necessary if you are to grow spiritually. You see, beloved friends, what so often happens is that you become so involved in things that are going on about you that you forget to be aware of the inner guidance which is so important to you, both for your growth and your well-being. Many times, lack of awareness prevents you from avoiding certain unpleasant experiences and also from experiencing some more pleasant things. For, as yet, you are not quite able to foresee certain events that are in the path before you. For those who are attempting to help you are often able to anticipate these things. They attempt to guide you properly that you might avoid or not avoid certain things. So be ever aware of these inner urges, but also you must be careful that you are not persuaded by your ego. There has been no time in your civilization when spiritual development is as important as it is today. I urge each of you to take advantage of every opportunity to grow spiritually. We do everything we can to bring these opportunities your way. We cannot do it for you, nor shall we attempt to do so. There are many opportunities available to you in your own environment. You yourselves must put forth the effort to find and take advantage of these opportunities. We bring to you only that which we feel will stimulate your desire to learn. But you, my friends, are the only one who can raise your consciousness. Soon, more tragic events shall occur upon planet Earth. Earthman sits upon a razor's edge, and which way he falls will depend upon him. A great awareness must be awakened in Earthman, an awareness of his true identity, an awareness of the need for man to join together in love and understanding 
and a great desire to do so. The more this spreads upon planet Earth, the less her people will suffer in the days ahead. A great opportunity is now available to any Earth being who care to serve mankind. A great opportunity awaits to spread the light among Earthman, and each person can help a great deal in this by allowing in himself this light of understanding to develop, to grow, and to spread to others by your contact with them. For as the light of understanding increases within your own consciousness, it is felt by those with whom you come in contact, and automatically their consciousness is raised. You need not speak a single word. There are thousands and thousands upon your planet who have been attempting to raise mankind spiritually for centuries through the Word. But the Word is not effective unless the light and the understanding is there. You cannot give what you do not have. So each man or each woman can only give to their own capacity. Therefore, let us raise our capacity to give by increasing the light within ourselves. It has been my pleasure, beloved friends, to again spend a few moments with you. I have not forgotten, nor will I forget you, for you are all near and dear to me. My love for you is not a love as you know it upon planet Earth, but a love that goes much deeper, a love that someday you will understand. And when you truly experience this love, I am sure it will be a great experience for you, and you would not exchange it for the greatest experience or the greatest of monetary gains that you could possibly have. May the light grow within each of you to a point where everyone with whom you come in contact will feel the benefit from it. Adonai Basu Thursday, August 4th, 1960 Peace be with you, my beloved friends. As the present civilization of man upon earth is drawing to a close, man finds himself in dire need of preparation for what he faces. Many civilizations have come and gone upon planet earth, each having its rise and its fall. Each one has failed to reach the goal for which man strives. The wisdom of mankind has been lacking. His choices have been unwise. Therefore, he has met each time with destruction, brought about by his own actions. And again, Earthman has reached the point where either he shall survive by the fruits of his own efforts in his search for the higher ideals and knowledge, or he shall perish by his lack of these things. But, beloved friends, a new species of man shall emerge from the remnants of this civilization. 
man will no longer have the opportunity to reach his goal upon this planet, but must return to another to work out his evolvement. But this new species of man that will come out of the change will be somewhat different than man is known today upon your planet. He shall be a being of somewhat different physical structure. He shall be a being of great wisdom, of love. He shall live with no other thought than to serve his creator and his fellow man. He shall bring about justice in all things, and life will become a paradise. He shall live in great joy and peace, and many things will become known to him. He shall travel the universe in craft that shall be capable of traveling between planets and systems. He shall be friendly with his brothers upon other planets and shall exchange knowledge and services. Great shall be his powers, great shall be his service, and great shall be his love. Therefore, beloved ones, seek ye the enlightenment that will carry you into this new age, that ye might receive and experience these things. The rewards for your efforts shall be great, much greater than you think or realize. Take advantage of every opportunity to prepare yourselves, that ye may receive his greatness. Peace be with you, beloved ones. Peace. Monday, August 8th, 1960. Greetings to you, my friends. I am Yom. I come to you tonight by special permission of the instrument and his teacher. We did not feel that it was necessary for an introduction again, for I feel that now we are old friends. Is this not so? Group. Yes. Yom. Thank you. It is my pleasure to come among you again tonight, and for a few moments I will speak with you. I am sure that each of you by this time are beginning to realize the importance of self-development. For, my friends, we are, and when I say we, I mean those of us who are working, attempting to bring a realization to people like yourselves, the realization of the importance of self-development at this time. It is quite difficult for those of us who must contact you in this manner, such as I am now doing, to give you complete instruction and guidance in the many things that will be necessary for you to do in order to raise your consciousness into the high realization. You must realize that in true reality, all is consciousness. For where your consciousness is, there is your understanding. This I am sure that you can understand, for you see it before you every day. That which you can bring into realization 
will be that which you can be conscious of. Therefore, my dear friends, it is necessary for you to use every avenue possible to expand this consciousness. Try to realize the importance of this, for you can only receive that which your consciousness will allow you to receive. Do I make sense to you, my friends? Group Yes Yom I find some difficulty in trying to express exactly what I would like to in your terms. I hope that I am making myself somewhat clear to you. As I started to say some time back, we are attempting to bring to you opportunities to learn new ways of expanding this consciousness. Some of you have been using various types of breathing exercises and these are good and will bring to you great benefits, both spiritually and physically. They will aid you a great deal in expanding your consciousness, for through these developments, you will find newer and greater experiences coming to you that will broaden your consciousness. And there is so much for you to become conscious of. For the things that you see and contact upon your physical world can only expand your consciousness to a small degree. For there is much, much more that is not seen on the physical. So my friends, we cannot urge you enough. We cannot say too much about the importance of this development. All of you are aware that great changes are coming to your planet and to your system, and they are coming very, very soon. They are taking place every day that you pass, some smaller, some greater, but the greater ones are yet to come, and some of them will be great, for they will affect your whole system. Your whole solar system will change and this solar system will exist in a new vibration that will have great effect upon the peoples of all the planets in this system. Most of you, I believe that most of you, are aware that in the new age, your system will be exposed to the rays of two suns. And this, my friends, will make the difference. You will be exposed to entirely different rays that will have great effect upon man. This is the reason, my friends, that it is so important for earth people to grow in spiritual understanding, for the new vibrations that shall emanate from the two-sun combination will be of such a great nature that man will not be able to exist in this vibration unless he has a certain degree of spiritual development. And I am sure that all of you here want to move into this new vibration, to use your terms, with flying colors. And I know that each one of you here can do this if you so desire. For this will be an age of such grandeur as you have never seen or never dreamed of. Does this sound, my friends, like it would be worth working for? Group Yes 
Yom. Then I ask with all my heart to work that you might each be able to enjoy and experience this new age. I want to thank you, my friends, for accepting me into your presence again tonight. It has been my pleasure to be with you. Do you have a question, my friend? Questioner. Yes. Could you tell me the best way possible to develop a great love within one's own heart for his creator and for his fellow man? Yom. This, my friend, is a matter of growth that requires great self-discipline and effort upon your part. In your environment that you have lived in for so long, you have become a part of a race consciousness where man has lived with the thought of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. He has lived with the thought of serving himself first and then serving his fellow man or his creator. This is a matter of growth, of practice. When you are exposed to certain criticism, condemnations, or what have you, what is your first reaction? Is it to hit back? Was it not to strike back, to get even? What did your great master say in regard to these things? Questioner, to turn the other cheek. Yum. Yes, and to go the extra mile and many other things did he say concerning these matters. But I ask you, my friends, do you do these things? Do you attempt to practice them? This requires great self-discipline, does it not? For spiritual growth, you must discipline yourself. Do not allow anger to enter your heart, for anger, you all know, does something to you. It does something to you that you cannot counteract very rapidly. It will destroy you both mentally and physically, if you allow it. Have I answered your question, my friend? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Young. I am told, my friends, that I have stayed my time with this instrument, and I must now release him. So I will bid you all good night again. It has been my pleasure and my joy to be again in your presence. Good night, my beloved friends. Monday, August 15th, 1960. Peace be with thee, my friends. I am Anthon. Beloved friends, There is a great need at this moment for peace vibrations to be created in the envelope of your planet. A great wave is now sweeping your planet, a wave of hatred, of discontent. Great masses of people are emanating vibrations of hate, of greed, and lust. These situations are not beneficial to the well-being and to the future of your planet. It will be necessary for many, many people upon your planet 
to send forth great thought waves of love, of understanding, to counteract these negative vibrations that are being sent forth, to prevent the growth and the spread of this disease, so to speak, that is festering in the hearts of so many individuals upon planet Earth. If great strife and conflict is to be avoided, it is going to be necessary for many, many of you to attempt to counteract these things. You have only to stop for a moment to look back, to analyze, and quickly you will see how rapidly this disease is spreading upon this planet. If peace is to come, is to be maintained, it must grow in the hearts of the people. They must not allow themselves to be swayed by those who would encourage this sort of thing. There are those forces existing, both upon and around your planet, that take great pride, great joy in bringing this sort of thing into being, in bringing frustration and confusion to the hearts of men. So let us encourage those with whom we come in contact to do all in their power to counteract this sort of vibration that is taking root so rapidly in our civilization. We who are observing your situation find it quite alarming, and we are doing all in our power to counteract and slow the progress of negativity that has sprung up so rapidly in the past few months. But our power is limited by universal law. Man must also be responsible to himself. If he is unable, through his intelligence, to avoid this sort of thing, if he will not be influenced, if he refuses to be guided on the right path, then there is only one result. He must suffer the consequences of his own wrongdoing. I do not enjoy speaking of these things. We do not like bringing these things to the attention of earth people. But can ye not see the path that earth people are falling into? Can ye not see that they are being persuaded, being led by the forces of darkness, blindly led into their own destruction? Why man moves so blindly is often difficult to conceive especially when there is a path open to him, a path much greater, much more pleasant, and much more fruitful. And how this path cannot be apparent to mankind is difficult to understand. I say to earth man, come ye out, come ye out into the realization of what and who you are. Come forth and take your rightful place among mankind. Realize that you are a creation of the One Most High and that you are endowed with His powers. You need only to come forth and claim that which is yours. You need not be led into the mire or trampled in the dust for ye are creatures of the Most High, and this you need only to realize and to claim. 
Yet, this realization is so dim in the hearts of the great majority of Earthmen. Let each of us who can do all in our power to change this situation by letting our own light shine forth, by placing into the vibrations of planet Earth all of the love and the understanding that we can create, that it might counteract and overpower the opposition that now exists. Peace be with you, my friends. Peace be with you. And may this peace rise up in the hearts of all Earthmen and bring peace to this planet. Thursday, August 18th, 1960. May the peace of the Infinite One surround thee, O beloved children. What seekest thee, O beloved children, in thy search? Seek ye for peace? Then first make peace with yourself. First you must have peace with yourself, and then peace shall surround thee. Seek ye understanding? Then seek to understand your own being, for to have true understanding you must understand your own being. Seek ye wisdom? Then practice wisdom in all things that you do, for anything which thou searchest for must be found first within thyself. This realization must come to each of you if you are to gain height in truth. You are, my friends, what you can conceive of being. There are no limitations placed upon your consciousness, so attempt to be the highest that you can conceive of. Raise your sights, and as you grow in love, in truth, in understanding, your concepts shall ever widen and take continually new horizons, horizons which are now far beyond any concept that you could conceive of. O beloved children, and you are children in consciousness, raise thy sights to new heights and let the glory of creation flow to you. You shall be grasping new truths that will widen your understanding. Take advantage of all the opportunities that come to you. Use them and carry them into your everyday life for these truths avail you but little unless you live them. You see, my beloved children, the weakness for many generations of Earth man has been that he speaks a great deal of higher truths, but he practices them not. He concedes that man must live thus and so, but his practices are of the opposite. So, beloved ones, unless you live your truth, you may as well not know it. How far will you go in living the truth you know? Ask yourself daily, how far am I willing to go? 
Do I truly love my brother man? Would I be willing to sacrifice for him? Would I lay down my life for my fellow man? Would I take my brother in and shelter him and feed him and clothe him if need be? Take stock of yourself, beloved ones, and see how far you are willing to go in living the truth that you know. Know thyself, O man, know thyself. May each of you, as you do this, come into a realization of what you truly are, and then start from there and raise your sights, and see how rapidly you grow in love and understanding. Peace, love, and understanding will grow in the hearts of each of you if you will but allow it. I leave you with these things to think about, and my peace and understanding I leave with you. Blessings, my friends. Blessings. Saturday, August 20th, 1960. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Yom. I have spoken previously to some of you here, so to those with whom I am not familiar, I will explain briefly who I am. I will state that for many years, I have been a teacher in one of the mystic schools in what is known to you as the Far East. Some months back, I came forth from the school and am now working on a mission among Earthmen, attempting to do my part in raising the consciousness of Earth beings. A great need, a great need there is upon planet Earth. Many of us who are working in this behalf are hoping to ease the coming situations that Earth people face. I assure you that we, and I speak of myself and many others who are working in what you call the etheric realms, I assure you that we shall expend every effort possible to accomplish our mission. But we should also like to... Your pardon, my English. Sometimes it is a bit difficult for me to express what I should like to convey to you. I am not as familiar as I would like to be with your language. We would like to solicit your help in every way possible in this effort, and each of you can do your part if you will. You can help in many ways. You can help a great deal by doing as this being who spoke to you a few moments ago asked you to do, by sending thought waves of love, and we mean by this, to attempt to make your every thought a thought of love, a positive thought, one that will bring harmony rather than discord into your Earth's vibrations. For many, many centuries, the negative forces have been predominant upon your planet. Therefore, a great deal of negativity has accumulated within your Earth's envelope. The events that have been taking place in the past few months 
such as is going on in Africa and Cuba and many other places, are adding to this negative vibration rapidly. Therefore, it behooves Earth people to attempt in every way to counteract these vibrations. To some of you, or to some of your associates, this may not make sense. But I tell you, my friends, and I tell you sincerely, this is a fact. Every thought that emanates from your mind is a definite force. It has power, and it has lasting power. Thought has much more power than you think or realize, for you live in a world of thought. Whether you realize it or not, this is a fact. If it were not for thought, you would not be here, nor would the chair upon which you are sitting. Therefore, my friends, it behooves all of you to be very careful of what and how you think. So you see, my friends, you can do a great deal to ease the situation which the people of your planet are facing. And we are asking you as a group of understanding to help in every way you can. And do it continually by controlling your thoughts of selfishness, of jealousy, of hate, to creep into your mind. When you feel these things rising up in you, cast them out and replace them with thoughts of love, peace, happiness, something that will go forth and improve the atmosphere about you. We are hoping that many, many groups shall spring up all across the surface of this planet who will sincerely and diligently walk in this direction. My friends, I must now vacate this instrument and return him to his normal self. It has been my pleasure, a great pleasure, to be in the midst of you tonight. I thank you for accepting me into your midst and for listening to my, to my dissertation, shall we say. I assure you, beloved ones, it has been my joy. May the love and the peace of the Infinite One dwell in the hearts of each of you forever and forever. My love and my blessings I leave with you, my dear friends. Good night. Monday, August 29th, 1960. Peace be with you, my friends. Again, it is my pleasure to speak with you. Again, I have the opportunity to bring to you my comments and I hope that I might be of some service to you. My friends, since there are but a few of you tonight, and this is as it should be, I wish to state that we are at this time attempting to bring to you on your level of life some individuals or beings, whatever term you should like to use, who might be of some service to you. By bringing to you their concepts some of their techniques which might be of some assistance in helping you as individuals to expand your consciousness. We hope that each of you and many others 
will find in these opportunities something that will be of some little benefit to you, and we shall attempt to continue this type of thing from time to time. But friends, let us always remember that the most important place for us to seek enlightenment is within our own consciousness. And all that anyone can do is to help to bring to us techniques that might help us in doing this. We can seek hither and yon, far and near, for truth intellectually, but until we can become quiet and go within, and there, in the quietude of our own being, start to expand our consciousness, we can try to realize that all is consciousness. All is consciousness. And where our consciousness lies, there are we expressing and experiencing that which our consciousness will allow us to experience. Beloved friends, there is no need to experience that which you do not desire to experience. For you experience that which is uppermost in your consciousness. For you are creating that which you are conscious of. So let us see through the illusion or the dream in which we are living. Let us expand our consciousness beyond these things and build a new world for ourselves. You are continually building, creating according to your consciousness. For nothing comes into being without first becoming a part or being a part of your consciousness. You live, my friends, much more controlled by your subconscious, as you call it, than you do by any superior being. Realize your power of creation. You are a creator and are continually creating situations, experiences, so to speak. That is why we say so often to be careful of what you think. Be careful of the words that you speak. For as you think and speak, you create. I have often said to you to become a student of nature. See how nature stays in tune, and then Attune yourself with nature, with the universal mind. There are many ways of doing these things. Each finds himself more or less drawn to certain techniques. Once you have started on the path of seeking and realizing that the responsibility is with you, realizing the power that lies within you, some of these things, many of these techniques shall be made known to you if you so desire, and through your own efforts you will find what is best for you. We can only help by bringing you the opportunities that you might take advantage of them. The rest is up to you, and many times you will find that through your own efforts these opportunities will come to you. In other words, my friends, we expect you to put forth some effort in bringing about these things. Your efforts spent here tonight in bringing some of these things into being, they're referencing that a preparation of a lecture was being made 
are efforts that will bring you results. For nothing, my friends, is gotten without effort. I know to you it sometimes seems rather useless, but, beloved friends, if your efforts are sincere and your purpose pure, results will come. So I say again to each of you, attempt daily to expand your consciousness. Extend it out into realms heretofore unknown and in due time, through your own efforts, you will experience great peace, great bliss. You shall experience health and plenty, for the only lack that you can have is in consciousness. For all things, including a healthy body, is available to you if you will but expand your consciousness to include these things. My peace, my love, and my understanding I extend to you. Good night, beloved ones.